the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by We Know Medicare. Welcome to We Know Medicare, keeping you in the know on all things Medicare and providing you a wide range of options and valued advice for improving the quality of your health care and your life. Get unbiased expert direction, along with valuable tips and tools for achieving the best health care plan available for both you and your loved ones. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. It's We Know Medicare. And now, here's Dan Larry. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show, and thanks for tuning in. You know, this is a, a really great platform to be able to give information to not just people turning 65 or those who have been uh, disabled for two years or longer and qualify for Medicare. Uh, You know, this is a show that's about for everyone, including the caretakers of those folks that are 65 and older and, and uh, those folks that, you know, either care for them or their, uh, you know, spouse, uh, loved one, parent, uh, a myriad of things, grandparent, and, and this show is really meant to reach out and give information that's helpful to, you know, the community at large. And when we talk about the community at large, one of the things that I always like to do is to bring back on guests that really do have impacts on the community. And, uh, you know, we're really great to have uh, Andrea Nehemiah from uh, One Medical Senior uh, as a repeat guest. And, you know, uh, Andrea, welcome to the show. It's always great having you on there and really wanted to talk to you today really about this. So. You know, thanks for coming on board. Well, you're welcome, and thanks for having me. I enjoy doing this. Well, it's really fun to talk to you, and really great. <clears throat> excuse me, how uh, you know I talk to the agents that do get to work with you, and and you know the consumers, and they really are finding it a really great mission that one medical senior has kind of developed here. But I'd like to take it a little step further and ask you about, you know one medical senior in the community and and kind of what your field outreach team does. And I think that becomes some really great information. And, you know, like how is one medical senior really get involved in the community? Well, thanks, Dan. You know, we have this just extraordinary team and we do very, Washington, we're one and around the country. We're one of the most successful teams as I just found out this week. Um, we do a lot in the community, and so what I have is I have three counterparts that work exclusively in the community doing community events. So that ranges from them going to senior living facilities and maybe doing uh, ice cream socials or pizza and paint parties or oh fun activities for fun. seniors. Yeah, all kinds of things to get out there and get their attention. And at that same time, they can educate people on 
one medical seniors and, you know, the value that that brings a different sort of a care model to them. Um, they are out in the community. They, gosh, they did the Point Defiance uh, Flower and Garden Show. Um, they Meeker Days. I mean, any kind of community event that's going on, and there's a lot during the summertime, as you know, farmer's markets. They're out there and simply spreading the word to people so people know that this type of primary care model exists. Because even though we've been on the radio and we've been out here since 2014, um, unless people are told about it, they don't necessarily understand or know what One Medical Seniors is. They've got to hear it all the time. Um, The one of, the, one of the easiest ways is through their agents or brokers, because oftentimes when seniors are looking for a new doctor, they will call their agent if their doctor or primary care provider has suddenly retired or left or whatever. And it's very hard these days for people to find a, a primary care provider. They're just, you know, they're in such high demand, and then it takes forever to get an appointment. And we Oh, boy, does it ever. Yeah. Does it you know, ever? It is, yeah, you can't. You cannot be, you know, a senior person. And if you fast forward, you think of, you know, being in your 80s and you're told that you'll have to wait seven or eight weeks to get in or go to urgent care. That's just not a sound solution for our seniors. So that that's what we're about is spreading this word that, that you're never going to wait that long to get in for an appointment. First appointment maybe four to five weeks because it's an hour long and going forward generally one to two weeks to get in to see your primary care provider. So it's, um, it's just a much better system for seniors because we know if people wait, something might, you know, something might be going on with them and they should be seen. So our field outreach team, they're out there, they're out there talking to everybody they can in the community to let them know what we do. And so when we're at these events, we have fun things. We'll have maybe a wheel and spin the wheel with a little prize. But also what they're doing is telling the community about this type of primary care. And they will set up tours for people to come in and see the clinic. Our field outreach people do that all the time so people can come in and get a feel for what our clinics are about. So that's what that is. The main thing our field outreach team does. Well, and it sounds like, you know, the way you get the word out is actually, gosh, it's like you're out there shaking hands with the community. And then when that community wants to come in and visit, you make arrangements to come and see the clinics. I don't know who else does that out there, if anybody else does that, but that's amazing. Yeah, it's it's a nice it is really a nice way to connect with people and I think what they find is they they talk to our field outreach team who are just the loveliest group of of people. Um we have Ty England, Amaya Harrington and Amy Wilkins. They're up here in this this greater Seattle area working and they are all about working in the community. That is their passion to help spread the word for seniors about any way that they can help. And so this is just an ideal platform for them to get to do what their true passion is, is working in the community and and making our community healthier. Right. And it's quality, affordable health care that's uh, simple to use and easy to access. That's what we're talking about, right? And you, that's your model is making sure that People are getting in when they need to. They don't have to have long waits. 
And then the doctor actually spends quality time with them and not just kind of like pushing them through like a mill, right? I mean, that's a big difference. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm not on Medicare yet, but I talked to my doctor about this and she said, she said, this is not why we go into medicine just to, you know, this, you know, type of a mill type of thing, just, you know, getting people in and out as fast as you can. She said, if I spend any more time with one patient, I'm, I'm behind the rest of the day. So it's not why typically why doctors got into the field is to do this rush, rush business fee-for-service type of model where people are not getting, it's not that they're not getting the care that they need, but, you know, it is, we don't want to rush seniors when they are trying to explain something. We want to feel that they have all the time they need to be able to express themselves and to be heard and be seen. So um, I think that, you know, this, this model of care will just continue to grow. I think people eventually will demand that they get a different kind of care and be heard more and, and not take seven or eight weeks to get a run-of-the-mill appointment. Yes. So so we're hoping... This is really great, Andrew, because, you know, I think this is really important. And there's another segment of the community that I think needs, uh, you know, to be uh, paid attention to, and that's like the, the Spanish-speaking community. How is one medical senior... Uh, working with and catering to this this community right well we have um in at least half of our clinics we will have a spanish-speaking doctor um we have uh brought a couple of new doctors on board and i don't know what their um language skills are yet but we also besides if we have spanish-speaking doctors i know i have one one provider that speaks german but we also have translators available. So, I mean, this is very, very common, particularly in some of our clinics. Our Renton Clinic is in the community with, with heavily Asian communities. So we, we use translators a lot during the appointments. If, you know, if they can't find a doctor that speaks their language, then they have to have a doctor, period. So we have translators. And, you know, translators... It is not the most perfect, but it is very helpful and it does work. You know, and, and it does work. And so that's really important for the community to know. And I'm sure there's other languages as well that you could accommodate because of translators. And so, so you know, this is really a great platform for, for seniors. And I would say also for their for their significant others or the caretakers, you know, to be in that same environment, because I know you encourage them to attend those appointments with them. So we, we do. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, you know, Andrew, give us a phone number where, you know, our listeners can call and actually maybe get an appointment or find out more information about one medical scene. Yeah, so what I do is I'll give my uh, work phone number, and people can call me. And if you have any kind of question at all, anything about this type of care model, please call me. I'm happy to answer questions. And if you are more than interested, I will schedule a time to meet you at a clinic and answer those questions more in depth, maybe give you a chance to talk to one of the providers there and and see what our clinics, excuse me, look like. So my phone number 
is 253-293-8382. That's awesome. So how can, um, what are some of the upcoming events that people can get involved with now? And are there events going on uh, currently that uh, people can attend? Well, we are starting to uh, get events scheduled for people in our clinics. We have um, agents and brokers that uh, utilize our clinics. Each clinic has a community room. In that community room, they will do a Medicare 101 or they will do an informal sales presentation educating the public about Medicare and everything involved with Medicare. That's a very important meeting that we do. Um, each, our clinics also host um, fun community things like paint and pizza parties. Uh, yeah, one of them is doing a knitting class. Um, they've done Tai Chi classes with silver sneakers and other types mm-hmm. of silver sneakers exercise classes. So those things, uh, clinic by clinic has a list of the programs that they're doing. And then for us, um, on our... On our webpage, we will post events. Also on an event page called eventbrite.com, you can look up and find all kinds of our um, events there when we have them posted. And what about uh, your website address? Give that as we close out. Everybody, we've been talking to Andrea. The web address is? Is onemedicalseniors.com. All right, everybody, we're going to take a break. I'll be back. Thanks, Andrea. Great talking with you. You too. Bye, Dan. No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, we know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. We Know Medicare may not offer every plan in your area. Any information they provide is limited to the plans they do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all your options. And now more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sticking around. Well, do I have a treat for you? Uh, you know, it, it's it's great when we get to have a guest that has the knowledge like this gentleman has. Um, let me introduce you all to Mark Westenhaver. He is uh, with the Office of Medicare Eligibility and Policy 
for the Washington State Healthcare Authority. Mark, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Glad to be here. You know, it's really great to be able to have someone with your knowledge come on the show because you're coming from a very interesting program that helps folks. So, you know, in, in this, these segments that we want to talk to you about are things like the Medicare savings programs, right? So there's been this new program that's come out and was launched uh, not too long ago. There's been a lot of, you know, questions and people have been, you know, sending in questions to the show and saying, what is this? How do I understand it? And uh, can you enlighten us and talk to us about the Medicare savings program? Sure. Um, Medicare savings programs are administered by the states uh, that do Medicaid, but they're not really like a traditional Medicaid program. Uh, it's not like it has its own benefit package and pays uh, provider bills so much as it complements Medicare. And uh, depending on what program you qualify for, it can include paying people's Part A or Part B premiums, uh, Part A and Part B deductibles, and coinsurance. In, in general, the the highest benefit level is usually for the you know the lowest income stratus. Right, and so so this is really interesting because it, it it's it's about how it's the healthcare payments uh, and deductibles and coinsurance are paid, and so with these programs. Um, how do you qualify for that? Because it just when when I hear consumers out there talk, they're like, "I don't know, I'm this, I'm that," and there's a lot of different levels. Uh, what are the programs, and how would someone qualify for this? Yeah, there's uh, four programs, and um, there's four programs with people with income up to 100 percent of the federal poverty level, there's the Qualified Medicare Beneficiary Program. That's kind of the, the Cadillac uh, for uh -huh. the lowest income. And uh, none of these MSP programs, Medicare Savings Programs, have a uh, resource limit. It's all based on income. So you just have to be entitled or eligible for your Part A benefit, and then you can apply. Um, so the so QMB program... The, you know, the lowest stratus, it pays pretty much everything, Part A, Part B, um, and coinsurance and deductibles for both of those. So, but, but not Part D. We don't uh, get into Part D at all. And so this really is kind of level setting the playing field for consumers, for beneficiaries, right? Um, here they, they need a, an income level, not an asset level. And that differentiates Medicaid from the Medicare Savings Program, right? Yeah, that's a recent change we got through with uh, in our state. A lot of states are kind of moving in that direction because, you know, these income limits are low. They haven't changed in a long time, and uh, people in that in that situation need more help than uh, most entitlement programs are able to give. So that was a a real nice move in our state to go from having a resource test to no resource test. So, and yeah, that really, um, that had to really 
level set the playing field too and get more people into quality affordable health care that maybe they couldn't access before right i mean that's it seemed to be exactly a byproduct yeah. of this and then, goal yeah um it helps make the transition from uh, some health care that got made available from the affordable care act you know in 2014 a lot of that that new those new benefits didn't have a resource test but then when people would transition they'd get their get medicare either at age 65 or or based on disability they would transition over try to get on msp but they had resources so they were getting locked out so now at least it's a little smoother transition that way because there's no resource test on either side of that well and that's really great and so i'm sure there's a lot of listeners who have you know, uh, received denial letters from maybe Medicaid uh, because of the uh, asset test, uh, or resource test. And then um, now there is a way for them to possibly get coverage because nothing's ever guaranteed. You have to still fit within the, the <clears throat> levels. How, was, how would our listeners apply for something like this, Mark? Uh, the best way is if you have internet access, of course, it's uh, like everything nowadays, right? But uh, yeah. you can fill out an application online through Washington Connection. Um, a search on pretty much any search engine that will come up. And that's a DSHS, Department of Social and Health Services, uh, web portal. And that's one of the best ways to apply. But you can also, you know, call their call center and get an ap- a paper application mailed if you prefer that. And now they're starting to do um, interviews over the telephone with an electronic signature or telephonic signature. So that's that's a great thing too. But people definitely don't have to go into a local office to uh, make application. Right, and and uh, I think one of the things that uh, you know COVID taught all of us was how to be remote, right? And how to do things uh, on the internet and through the phone much easier. And so one would connect through WashingtonConnect.org to go through the Washington Connection to do an application online, right? That's WashingtonConnection.org. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, .org is the right one. And so uh, they can also call at 877-501-2233. That's 877-501-2233. So, Mark, the, the caller does the application online. Um, what should they expect after they complete the application process? I mean, I'm sure it doesn't say you're approved right there online. Uh, what what can they expect after this application process? Yeah, um, an eligibility worker uh, at DSHS will have to review that application manually and uh, go over things, and that can take a you know a couple weeks, a few weeks, and then they're either going to send a letter saying you're good to go, you're eligible for this program or that program, and you know, get you loaded into the the computer and give that information to to us at the healthcare authority, or they're going to say, "I need more information," and send a letter. Um, pretty much all our correspondence are done, you know, in writing and via the U.S. mail. 
And so would someone from uh, the Washington State Health Authority or one of its organizations in the application process call the consumer or the applicant back? Or would it always be by mail and or email? Um, well, we always send a follow-up. It's always going to be in writing, but uh, we there are ways like if the if somebody calls the call center and the queue is uh, kind of full, they're really you know, right now they're kind of really busy with unwinding from the public health emergency. So we have a lot of um, applications and uh, recertifications going on, but you can actually leave your contact information and they'll get back to you. But so, your yeah, office is opportunity isn't, to do. Yeah. Your office isn't making outbound calls. And the reason I ask you that is because you know how there's so many scammers out there. And we always like to make sure, you know, medically, uh, you know, it's going on currently with, a, with one of the uh, folks at Medicare or Medicaid, but you're not going to be doing any outbound calls for folks to have them join the Medicare savings program, right? That's something your office doesn't do. Correct. Yeah. And right now, actually, we're um, trying to alert people to that, that there are a lot of scammers out there right now taking advantage of this uh, unwinding in the public health emergency. And just to be wary, we, we are sending reminders to people, you know, for the next 12 months that tell them to update their contact information, but they're kind of very generic messages that are going out via texts and uh, phone calls. But that's uh, very targeted to our caseload, and it really just says check in, with, check in with us. It's not like, you know, a typical scam where people click a link and then they're... Right, right, right. And, and I've seen those letters, and, uh, you know, I received a... Uh, a press kit to where we will give out that information to the folks and tell them, you know, Hey, make sure you, your contact information is up to date because you have important letters that you may be receiving uh, regarding your uh, healthcare. So, you know, we're, we're also out there spreading the word for your organization to make sure these folks uh, remain having good quality healthcare. And so, you know, once somebody is, in the program, Mark, uh, do they have to requalify like once a quarter, once every six months, once a year? H how often would that qualification, or if there's a requalification for folks like this? Yeah, typically there is a recertification process that's annual, annualized. Um, you know, we're just starting something where we try to initiate that on our end and kind of do most of that work um, behind the scenes. So if somebody mm -hmm. is really a Social Security is their only means of income, it's like we have access to that. So right. um, if we can't do it automatically, you know, and of course they'll send a letter and say you've been recertified, but if they can't do it automatically, then they, yes, they'll, they'll send out a letter and a review form and ask that, that be returned, you know, within the next 30 days. And then they'll, it's kind of like the application process. It's, it's a, a desk review and they check available databases and recertify the case. And so it's relatively easy. And, and so, uh, <clears throat> you know, everyone, uh, we've been talking with Mark 
Weston Haven from uh, Washington State Health Authority. Mark, it's been really great talking to you. Um, look forward to, to having more discussions with you because you are, your team and yourself have a lot to say. Everybody, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Stick around. What's in a name? No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, we know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation, 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060, 877-346-2060. We know Medicare may not offer every plan in your area. Any information they provide is limited to the plans they do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all your options. And now more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. It's great when you can have uh, guests that have really great information uh, that affects such a huge population of folks in our communities. And these Medicare savings programs are really uh, beneficial. And it opens up the doors for you as a beneficiary, a consumer, those that you, you caretake for or your significant others. It's really a great um, situation to put them in because then they're in the, the realm of quality, affordable health care. Uh, it's easy to access and simple to use. And um, when you can, you know, uplift someone's health, you're not just uplifting them with their, for their heart or their lungs or this. You're uplifting them mentally because now you're getting them the help they deserve. They, now they can maybe get out and get transportation to a doctor. Now maybe they can have someone come to them. Maybe they can finally afford the prescriptions that they need. So these programs are very beneficial for so many folks and the folks that love them and care for them. So, you know, really um, take advantage and look up the Medicare savings programs in Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Alaska, everywhere that you hear this broadcast, look it up. And it's really beneficial for you as an individual or for those that you love or take care of. And I want to switch gears and give you some uh, news that has come out uh, recently. And it came out, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services released a revised guidance uh, for the historic Medicare drug price negotiation program. So for the first time, Medicare will negotiate prices directly with drug companies on behalf of people with Medicare. That's all of you folks on Medicare out there. And it's to improve the 
affordability for some of the most costliest prescription drugs. And when they can do that in any government, both sides of the aisle can come to terms to get this done. That's a win for all people. And so for the first time in history, Medicare negotiate the prices of covered prescription drugs. Now the Inflation Reduction Act is really what caused that to occur. Now, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, released revised guidance detailing the requirements and the parameters of the new drug medic, the new Medicare drug negotiating program for the first round of negotiations that's going to occur during uh, the rest of 2023 and 2024 and result in prices that will be effective beginning in 2026. And you know, by the time you hit 2026, the, the donut hole is going to be shrinking. And then by 2025, the donut hole is going away. So then you're going to have that burden out. And the next thing they're going to have is even lower drug prices starting the year after that. So alongside with other provisions in the new drug law that increase the affordability of health care and prescription drug costs. So the Medicare drug price negotiation program actually strengthens Medicare's ability to serve people with Medicare now and for generations to come, right? So they're strengthening the program with these revisions and getting a cost uh, containment on these drug prices that are going out of control. And so the Inflation Reduction Act and Medicare drug price negotiation allows CMS to better protect the health of people with Medicare by ensuring they can afford the prescription drugs they need. And that's according to Chiquita Brooks-Lashure. She is the CMS administrator. And she also states that negotiating with manufacturers on drug prices will improve access to life-saving drugs for millions of people with Medicare while driving market competition and scientific innovation. So it's promoting this to get better quality, affordable health care that's easy to access, simple to use, and making sure that people can afford their prescription drugs they need, period. You know, it's about time that we, we pull and rein these things in. And, you know, the administration and the government has made lowering prescription drug costs and improving access to innovative therapies a key priority. And so CMS is releasing its revised guidance for how Medicare intends to use its new authority to directly negotiate with the drug companies that have chosen to participate in Medicare for lower prices on selected covered higher expenditure drugs without generic or biosimilar competition. So in these negotiations, uh, CMS will consider the selected drugs clinical benefit and the extent to which it fulfills an unmet medical need and its impact on people who rely on Medicare among other considerations, such as costs associated with research and development and production and distribution for these selected drugs. Now, Dr. Mina uh, Sashimani, uh, through the Medicare Drug 
Price Negotiation Program says that they want to drive innovation that will deliver the cures and therapies people need and can afford. <clears throat> and public feedback uh, is both through seeking comments on the initial guidance and extensive engagement. It's been very instrumental in their policymaking and the implementations to date, according to them. So they're looking forward to ongoing collaboration, engagement with all the parties on the negotiation program and the new provisions of the drug law as they continue thoughtful implementation making sure that as they're implementing this, that it actually functions and works through the entire process. And so CMS is, is uh, releasing guidance, the, the revised guidance, with changes from the initial guidance to improve more transparency and foster an effective negotiation uh, process. So the changes will include uh, for example, like clarification on how CMS will identify selected drugs. And so CMS will only consider active designations and approvals when evaluating a drug for the orphan drug exclusion. That's when there is no other drug that can replace it. And revisions to and clarifications of the process applicable for participating drug companies of selected drugs. So it's been a confidential policy revised to state that CMS will release the information about the negotiation when the explanation of the maximum fair price is published and that drug companies may choose to publicly discuss the negotiation at their discretion. And it will also include additional opportunities for the drug companies and members of the public to engage with CMS during the negotiation prices on selected drugs through uh, what they call patient-focused listening sessions. So they're listening to us as consumers. And CMS also issued the initial guidance and sought public comment on these key elements. And uh, they did it in March of 2023. And they received more than 7,500 comments on the initial guidance. Uh, from consumer and patient groups, drug companies, pharmacies, individuals, and other parties. So um, the great thing is, is that by September 1st of 2023, uh, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services will publish the list of the first 10 drugs covered under the Part D selected for the initial price applicability year for 2026. So we're going to know the first list of drugs uh, by September 1st. Now, as part of the negotiation process, uh, CMS will continue to collaborate and engage with the public in the implementation of this Inflation Reduction Act. Now, this coming fall, um, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services will host a series of patient-focused listening sessions on the drugs selected for negotiation for initial price applicability year 2026. Boy, that is a mouthful. Now, these public sessions will be an opportunity for patients, caregivers, patient advocacy organization, and others to share input on a selected drug's therapeutic alternatives, um, how the drug addresses unmet medical needs, and how the drug impacts specific populations. 
Now, in addition to this, the public is also invited uh, to submit data on the therapeutic alternatives to selected drugs, data released to met unmet medical needs, uh, and data impacts on specific populations, and they have until August, October 2nd, 2023. Now, <clears throat> uh, more information on, on this you can find uh, on Medicare's website. And so I wanted to give you some other key dates for the implementation of this. So by September 1st of 2023, uh, CMS is going to publish the first uh, 10 Medicare drugs selected for the initial uh, applicable year of 2026 under the new drug negotiation program. Uh, the maximum fair prices that are negotiated for these drugs will be published uh, by September 1st, 2024. And prices will be, effect, will be in effect starting January 1, 2026. And in future years, CMS will select for negotiation up to 15 more drugs for 2027, up to 15 additional drugs for 2028, including drugs covered under what it's called Medicare Part B, and up to 20 more drugs for each year after that, as outlined in the Inflation Reduction Act. So, you know, there is so much information that you can find on this. You can go to see it to online to cms.gov forward newsroom. You can go right on to CMS. You can look at the, uh, type in, <clears throat> you know, the Medicare drug price negotiation program, and it'll give you all kinds of information. But the bottom line is our government has stepped up and said, look, our consumers need quality, affordable health care that's simple to use and easy to access. And they don't need to split their drugs in half or make a decision for food or prescriptions. Everybody, we're going to go take a break. We're going to pay for this show We'll be right back. Stick around. What's in a name? No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, we know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for healthcare needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation, 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060, 877-346-2060. We know Medicare may not offer every plan in your area. Any information they provide is limited to the plans they do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all your options. And now more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Some coffee or at least topped off your coffee. I did. Um, it's actually pretty good in the studio today. So 
that's a really great relief. You know, I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit here and, uh, you know, talk to you about something that uh, the Social Security office has and a lot of people don't know about. You know, we've talked about Medicare savings programs. There's Medicaid. Well, there's uh, also another program called uh, Extra Help. And, uh, you know, I get a lot of calls and people are like, hey, Dan, what's extra help mean? Who, what, who is extra help? Uh, what is this Social Security uh, limited income um, program? What is this about? And so the short answer program that helps pay for some to most of the out-of-pocket cost of Medicare prescription drug coverage. It's also known as the Part D Low Income Subsidy. Now, it is dependent upon your monthly income and your assets and that are below a specific limit. And so if you are within these guidelines, you may be eligible for extra help. Now, to find out more about that, um, you know, this could be uh, something that you could find and would be something you could find on the Social Security Administration's website and either type in extra help uh, and you can go right into Social Security. Now, if you, um, even if your income or assets are above the eligibility limits, you could possibly still qualify for extra help uh, because uh, certain types of income and assets may not be counted. Um, So, it's going to be dependent upon your situations as well. So the other thing to know is about the extra help uh, for prescription drugs. If you're enrolled in a Medicaid or supplemental security income or a Medicare savings program, you're going to automatically qualify for extra help regardless of whether you meet uh, extra help's eligibility requirements. So you should uh, receive a purple colored notice from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, that's CMS, informing you that you do not need to apply for for, uh, Social Security's extra help because you'll already be getting it. So if you get that purple colored notice, that means, hey, you're getting this information. You're gonna get this program. Now, what are the extra help benefits? And so the extra help program, uh, and again, this is through Social Security, and that's a great place to go is either Uh, go online and type in extra help for prescription drugs or go into Social Security and go in their search bar and look for extra help. Now, this program, again, it's also called the Part D Low-Income Subsidy, offers some really good benefits. Now, it pays for your Part D premium up to a state-specific benchmark amount. So each state has a benchmark of what the Part D premium would be, and that would be paid for for you. It lowers the cost of your prescription drugs, and it gives you a special enrollment period once per calendar quarter during the first nine months of the year to enroll in a Part D plan or to switch between plans. You cannot use the extra help special election period during the fourth calendar quarter of the year, that's October through December, um, because you should use the fall open enrollment during this time to make your prescription drug changes. Uh, 
and it eliminates any part delayed enrollment penalties you may have incurred if you delayed your part d enrollment so this is really good for a lot of folks pays your part d premium up to the state specific amount it's going to lower your prescription drug costs so you're going to have a zero co-payment to probably something less than ten dollars for a prescription it's going to give you a special enrollment period once per calendar quarter for the first nine months um, and it eliminates any Part D late enrollment penalties that you may have incurred if you have delayed your Part D enrollment for some reason. Now, depending on your income and assets, you may qualify for either full or partial extra help. Now, both programs provide assistance with the cost of your drugs. Now, to receive such assistance, your prescriptions should be on your plans a formulary, that's the list of the drugs, and you should use pharmacies in the plans network. Now remember that extra help is not a replacement for a Part D or a plan on its own. You still need to have a Part D plan to receive Medicare prescription drug coverage and extra help assistance. If you do not choose a plan, you will in most cases be automatically enrolled in one, but you don't want that. You want to have active participation and enroll in the one you want to enroll in. Now, making an extra help decision when you have other forms of prescription drug coverage is important. If you are eligible for extra help and already have other creditable drug coverage, you should evaluate your costs and coverage when deciding whether to enroll in Part D and extra help or to keep you current on with your current drug coverage. Now, be sure to ask your former employer union if you can get a Part D plan without losing your retiree benefits if you want to keep and check um, if disenrolling from the retiree drug coverage makes you ineligible for other retiree health benefits. Now, if you cannot have Part D and your retiree benefits or if keeping both is not cost effective, think very carefully about whether you should get a Part D plan especially if you retire if your retiree plan also covers your spouse or dependents if you later want part d you will have a two-month special election period after losing your creditable coverage so really get some help with this talk to the hr department or uh, whomever at your former employer to make sure that it doesn't disrupt your uh, you know, employer plan or your union plan, you'd never want to mess with those because most of the time, if you leave them, you can't go back. Um, and so finally, uh, if you happen to have Medicaid and certain kinds of employer, union, or retiree drug coverage, uh, in some cases, uh, you may not be enrolled in extra help or can ask uh, not to be. You can contact your local Medicaid office to learn how to decline the Part D without losing your Medicaid coverage. And if you later want Part D, you can enroll at any time without penalty if you are still enrolled in Medicaid or eligible for extra help. So, uh, you know, one of the things that people always want to know is like, hey, how do I uh, apply for this extra help? So, uh, if you do not have Medicaid, uh, Supplemental Security Income, known as SSI, or a Medicare Savings Program, MSP, 
uh, you can apply for the extra help program through the Social Security Administration uh, using the agency's print or online application. Um, and if you have um, Medicaid, Social Security uh, um, income if, or the Medicare Savings Program, you're automatically going to be enrolled. You should automatically be enrolled in extra help. But to apply online, you can go to ssa.gov. And depending on the process in your, in your state, uh, the application can also serve to screen you for the Medicare service, Savings Program, uh, which will help pay your Medicare costs. Uh, be sure to complete the entire application and provide accurate information so you get all the benefits uh, you qualify for. Now remember, extra help reduces your prescription drug costs only for drugs covered by the Part D plan. If you do not have a Part D plan but are eligible for extra help, you can use the special enrollment period to enroll in a Part D coverage, Part D drug coverage. So uh, if your application for extra help is denied or you disagree with the award, uh, for, for instance, you feel that you should have received full extra help benefits but were only awarded partial, uh, you can appeal and you will have the opportunity to submit information about why uh, you qualify for an appeal. Now, um, you want to keep your benefits uh, from year to year. And so people always say, how do you keep the extra help from year to year? Well, to keep your extra help benefits from year to year, you must continue to meet the eligibility requirements uh, depending on your state and how you initially qualified for extra help. Now, the process may be automatic or required that you submit information to confirm your continued eligibility. So always read your mail and or emails that you would receive. Now, if you qualify for extra help automatically because you had Medicaid, Supplemental Security Income, or a Medicare Savings Program, um, and you still have Medicaid, SSI, and or an MSP in the fall, you don't have to do anything. Uh, your state should inform you uh, that Medicare uh, that they're going to inform Medicare that you are still enrolled in one of these programs and you will continue receiving extra help. Now, you should not receive any notices unless your co-payments are changing for the following year. If your income changed enough to affect your co-payments, you should receive a notice telling you uh, this in early October. So uh, you'll also get information uh, that if you no longer have Medicaid, Social Security, or Me Medicare Savings Program in the fall, uh, you should apply for extra help. And if you do not apply, your extra help ends December 31st. You should also receive a letter in the fall explaining that you'll lose your extra help along with an application and a postage paid envelope. And you can always go to uh, extra help online. So, <clears throat> The one thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that you find someone that can help you. Uh, you know, the team at We Know Medicare cannot enroll you into the low-income subsidy, cannot enroll you into the Medicare Savings Program or Medicaid. But what we can do is we can offer information on these. So, you know, it's really important that you get help. And that help comes in a myriad of ways. You can get help from the government. You can get help from providers, from hospitals. But when you want to steer through all of this information, you know, give us a call at 877-346-2060.
That's 877-346-2060 or go to weknowmedicare.org. Everybody, thank you for listening. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Tune in next week. We're going to have a lot more information. All right, everybody, be well. We hope you've enjoyed today's broadcast of We Know Medicare. We Know Medicare is a dedicated resource and advocate for Medicare eligibles and independent of both individual insurance companies and Medicare itself, allowing them to provide unbiased assistance to Medicare recipients in need of a quarterly health care plan. Visit WeKnowMedicare.org to learn more. That's WeKnowMedicare.org. And tune in next week for more We Know Medicare. This pre-recorded program is sponsored by We Know Medicare. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.